Marketplace is supported by Fox Searchlight Pictures, presenting 12 Years a Slave, the true story of a man who overcame more than a decade of injustice to reclaim his freedom. Now playing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Hey, it's a Jobs Friday on a Tuesday. We finally get the employment numbers we couldn't get during the shutdown. How much do they matter anyway? Plus, am I only hosting this show because I'm the firstborn child? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Cabot Creamery Cooperative, Northeast farm families who make cheddar cheese and award volunteers for their commitment at rewardvolunteers.com. And by Vanderbilt University Medical Center, using a patient's DNA to customize cholesterol therapy at VanderbiltHealth.com, the promise of discovery. From APM in New York, I'm Lizzie O'Leary, in for Kai Rizdahl. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of October. It is lovely, as always, to have you with us. We are going to start with jobs. We got the September unemployment data today, two and a half weeks late. Usually, when the government releases its monthly employment numbers, it happens on a Friday. And we, economic nerds, pour over them to find out who's working and who's not, and what we can learn about the health of the labor market. But, of course, the government shut down through a giant wrench in all of this, which brings us to today. We asked Marketplace's David Weinberg to look at these stale jobs numbers and figure out what, if anything, they say. Normally, when some people think of Friday, they probably start to get excited because that's the day that the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases its jobs numbers every first Friday of the month. But thanks to the shutdown, here we are on the fourth Tuesday talking about last month's numbers. So let's start with the basics. 148,000 jobs were added in September. If we were to put the 148,000 in context, it's slower than the previous 12-month average, uh, which was 185,000 jobs per month. Elise Gould is with the Economic Policy Institute. We also see that the unemployment rate was little changed. It went from 7.3% in August to 7.2% in September. Gould says that overall, this report tells us that we are far from a full recovery. But looking at the jobs numbers from month to month doesn't always give us the most accurate assessment of the economy. It's the yearly data that often paints the clearest picture. Take the unemployment rate. We've had sustained high unemployment relative to 2007 across all age, education, occupation, gender, and racial and ethnic groups. And that underscores the fact that the jobs crisis stems from a broad-based lack of demand. Given the delay in these numbers, I asked Gary Bertless at the Brookings Institute if we should be wary of this report if the data itself was affected by the shutdown. Not these numbers. Next month's numbers will be affected by the government furlough for two reasons. One is that the surveying the government does to collect the data will have begun later in the month than normal. And two, uh, that we should see some sharp employment reductions because people on furlough, I presume, would have uh, said that they are absent from work. So what will the Federal Reserve do with all this delayed data, especially given the uncertainty that surrounded the shutdown and the debt limit crisis? Bertless expects the Fed will hold off on any big policy decisions. And so I think they will be cautious about slowing, tapering uh, the, the monetary stimulus they have been providing. The Fed will have to wait an extra week for next month's jobs numbers, which were also delayed by the shutdown. I'm David Weinberg for Marketplace. 
As you heard, we'll have to wait a bit for the October jobs report. But here's one job we know about already. Yahoo has hired star tech writer David Pogue away from the New York Times. He'll create a new tech-focused, high-profile website there. It's all part of CEO Marissa Meyer's strategy to hire big names and make original content. Marketplace's Sabri Benishore reports. Yahoo wants to beef up its original content, and part of that is this new tech site with a celebrated writer it poached from the New York Times. But it has a couple problems. One, the site needs advertising, and consumers are bored with ads. The prices of banner ads are being pushed down because of a, a tendency called banner blindness. People just don't look at them anymore. That's Rebecca Lieb, analyst with Altimeter Group. She says this is Yahoo's latest round of trying to make money from original material. It is really getting difficult to monetize content, and we did just see Yahoo deliver very flat earnings. Problem number two...